God Family Nation. Welcome to another episode of God Family Nation. I am your host, Brother Ra'ai, along with Brother Palau, Brother Corey, and got Brother Nine in the cut. And uh, today, we're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to kind of have like a free flow and just expound on some things, on uh, some topics or whatnot. And uh, we welcome your feedback. Now, some of the things that we're going to get into today might get a little personal. Not going to say names, but I think... Uh, <laughs> some people may feel like I'm speaking to them or about them. Uh, but to be honest, I've had conversation. I think Brother Palau, Brother Corey, and Brother Knight, we've all had conversation with many people that say the same things. So uh, for for anybody who, who takes it personal, uh, you should, but then you shouldn't. It's Because it, 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 probably, it probably is something that you said, but Trust me, you're not the first person that said it, and you won't be the last person to say it. You know, it's funny because people always think that they, uh, they're, they're discovering something or they're saying something that hasn't been said. So, um, well, real quick, uh, Brother Palau, Brother Corey, Brother Nanya, y'all want to say what's up to the people? Say hello. How y'all doing? What's up? Uh, Brother Palau, how you doing? What's going on? Peace. What's up, man? I'm doing good, bro. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing all right, man. I, uh, I messed up, though. I went walking. You know, I'd be, I started off running in the mornings, now I'm walking in the evenings. So, you know. <laughs> but, uh, as long as you're getting it in, man. As as no, gonna... no, the, pro the problem is I went, I walked before I ate. Uh, the <laughs> 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 only thing I'm going to walk now is to, I'm going to walk to the office and then walk to the bed. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to try, no, I'm going to try to go walk after this here, but uh, yeah, man, I think I'm, 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 I'm good. I feel like Isaac right now, you know, so I'm ready to bless somebody now. You know, Isaac say, go get that meat I like, get that venison I like. When I eat before, then I can bless you. That's how I feel. I feel like blessing somebody game right now. Ah, uh, praises. Yes, sir. Uh, Brother Corey, what's up? How you doing over there? What's going on, people? What's going on, Nock? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Yeah. And praise the most high. Right on. And uh, Brother Anayan, what's going on with you? Yeah, can y'all hear me? There you go. There you go. Yeah, Shalom. I'm doing good tonight. How you doing, bro? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. All right. And it's funny too, cause we uh, I'm speaking to him like 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 we haven't been on here for about an hour and a half already before we started broadcasting. So recording, you know. Like, you know, we just friends for y'all, man. Really, we trying to keep professional. Hey, once again, I'm doing it already. I ain't said nothing. Y'all ain't y'all ain't really not helping me out at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking fast, man. I get excited. I'm start talking fast. I gotta remember to speak slowly and clearly. Same thing I teach my students: speak loudly, slowly, and clearly. All right, articulate. So uh, we're gonna talk about a few things, right? I think I want to start off with um, this one right here. Why are people so quick? Or I say, why are we so quick to question the Bible? but not other things that we believe, right? And, and I want to say that, <clears throat> firstly, it's nothing wrong with questioning the Bible. I think you should. You should question anything you believe, and you should know why you believe it. What I've run into oftentimes is that people will question the Bible, but they don't apply that same line of questioning or that same uh, uh, scrutiny or skepticism to other things they believe. And that's and so that's what I want to talk to y'all about right now. I want to talk about why is that? Why do we and, and and it's not only I'm not just talking about atheists or people of different religions, but I'm talking about Christians. People who profess to believe the Bible. But then when you start going into the Bible and the Bible starts to disagree with a person's lifestyle, then they want to question the Bible which is cool. You're supposed to. Why shouldn't you? I mean, if you, you know, if you're going to base your life on something, your, your salvation on something, you should question it. You should know why this or why that, but then why don't we question other stuff? What, what, what do you think about that? Why, why do you think people do that? Why do, why do people question the Bible that they believe in, or maybe they don't, but not other things? I mean, when the first thing is they, they lifestyle that they live in, and then one of the questions that they always pose to, to now I'm saying, well, to, to me during my experience, they'll be like, um, 
Well, man, you know, I, I, I believe in God, but um, but how you know that that Bible is is the Word of God? You know, it, it, it been translated so many times. You know, how you know it's the Word of God? <laughs> which, which once again, that's a fair question. How do you yeah, know it is. it's, it's, it's it real, right? And that, yeah, mm -hmm. people always say uh, it's been translated a bunch of times. I say, well, how many times has it been translated? Doo -doo -doo. You know, or people say, uh, uh, man, a man wrote that book. I say, what man? <laughs> what man wrote it? People always say, well, a man wrote the Bible. What man wrote it? And they have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Uh, mm -hmm. I hear things. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What, what about you, uh, Brother Corey? What's been your experience in that in that area? I think it goes in line with Brother Palau, what he said. I think some people, because they want to live a certain lifestyle, they intentionally question the Bible and anything that comes against their lifestyle and then things that fall in line with what they desire and what they and how they want to live, they don't question it. For example, mm. um, let's say with this whole pandemic thing going on right now, you have some people that are questioning everything, right? These people are called conspiracy theorists, right? Which, which, by the way, and I, I apologize. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, 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 I'm apologizing to my mother because she said I always, you know, I cut, I cut people off. So, but I just want to say this for the record: the term conspiracy theory was created by the CIA. I want to say after Kennedy's Kennedy's assassination, in order to discredit people who were exposing the fact that the government was involved in that. So, so just FYI. Yeah, so along those lines, the same people that will sit here and question the Bible, when it comes time to question a government or, or government factions that have over the past 400 years done things to break every bit of trust that the people have invested in them, nobody questions them. They actually look at you like you're crazy. So the issue is we trust those who we want to trust even though we know, you know, these people don't have our best interests. And then the thing that has our best interests that's giving us light and helping us to get where we need to get and out of the slavery and captivity, we question it. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, it's kind of like uh, people want to believe the alternate reality. They want to believe that everything is okay. They want to believe those in power because like you, we're going to get into a little bit later, hopefully. Um, a king or a leader or a president of somebody, it's somebody who kind of keeps people calm, even if they're going toward the slaughter. If they can keep, if somebody can keep you calm as you're going toward the slaughter, some people will accept that. But people don't want to accept uh, the fact that something may be wrong because it, it prompts change and people are comfortable the way they are. So I say the essence of all of this is the fact that some people are comfortable in the lifestyle that they lead and they don't want anybody causing them to have to change in any way, shape, or form, if you get what I'm saying. So right, I would put right. it at the, at the root of it. So yeah, they don't, they don't want they, they don't want they world, it's but... The issue of cherry picking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, that's, and that, I think that's a natural thing. You know, it's hard for people a lot of times to change or accept that what they've been doing, especially, especially when it comes to something like that's been going on generational, right? Like Christmas or Easter, things like that. When you start going to things that, you know, my grandma, my grandparents celebrated Easter and Christmas, but my great grandparents did. So you telling me they was wrong, you know? Um, and so people get offended sometimes, or it's just hard to, uh, like I say, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. So sometimes it's, it's, it's it can be difficult to unlearn something and really to accept that, hey, what I've been doing my whole life, what I've been believing my whole life is incorrect. Some people just don't want to do that, which, once again, I don't expect a person, I don't think it's realistic to expect somebody to hear what you say and just take it and run with it. I'm not going to do that. I, me personally, you're going to have to prove to me you. beyond a shadow of a doubt before I change my mind. I'm going to stand on my rock until you, until you make the rock crumble. You got to, you know what I'm saying? You, you're not, you, it's not going to be an easy way unless it's something that's clearly and obviously you know, um, correct as far as what you bring me in my under, and I, I'm, I, I can quickly and, and clearly say, you know what? Yeah. What I thought was correct is clearly incorrect. 
you know. But other than that, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to tear me away from what I believe. You got to really, really, really prove it, like beyond a shadow of a doubt. And then I'm gonna have to probably still take it and chew on it and and, and mold it over and just say, yeah, you know what? You know, sometimes it may take, it may take a little while. I got to marinate on it. But uh, let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna pose that to uh, brother Nyan. What's have you had experience with that brother Nyan? Where where you know you you're you're you you know you going to the script with somebody or you're having a, a conversation uh, concerning scripture or something like that, and then people start to question the 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 validity of the Bible or anything of that nature concerning scripture, but then they don't they refuse to apply that same logic or that same line of questioning to things outside of the Bible. All right, I'm going to take that as a no. Um, <laughs> I know they're doing the pooty tang on us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sadate. Sa he, uh, <laughs> he must be out there feeding them dogs and them pork chops. Keeping, <laughs> keeping them dogs quiet. Um, all right, so let me ask y'all this then. Let me ask y'all this. What, what, well, first of all, what are the things that you find are being questioned the most concerning the Bible? Like I know, Palau, you said people say, well, you know, uh, it's been translated so many times. How can I trust something or believe something that's been translated so many times? Or, uh, you know, for me, <clears throat> when I hear, you know, a man wrote the Bible. So, uh, Brother Corey, what, what, is, what, what is something that you hear a lot or often concerning, you know, people questioning the Bible? Um, so... You have some people who just don't believe that God exists altogether. That's one aspect. Then you have some people who don't believe that the characters existed, or I wouldn't say characters, but the men and women in the Bible existed, which is ironic because when you go into secular history and you look at Alexander, Alexander was actually written of in the Bible. I don't know if y'all know that. Alexander, yeah. Ptolemy, Cleopatra, Xerxes, uh, Xerxes, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, huh. man, listen. Her Herod, Herod the Greek, or they yeah. say Herod the Great. Yeah, Herod. Uh, uh, did you say Cyrus? Did you say Cyrus? I didn't say Cyrus. Cyrus, Ahasuerus, Darius, uh, Darius, Darius, the first and second, I think. Yep, all of these people that are these in are historic, history, yeah. the Maccabees. Yeah, secular yeah. yeah. history. So when we talk about uh, the Bible and the people in the Bible being real, we we there's overwhelming evidence to prove that they have uh stellas they have uh they've had tablets they've discovered certain things in recent years that prove that these people have written down accounts of things that happened in the bible but wrote them on stone or in caves and things like that so i mean we have the proof on that we have people that don't on, on the flip side you have some people that question events in the bible like the mm, flood mm. and yeah. uh, well, okay, hold on, before, before you go too far down there, right? So let's, let's kind of direct that, right? Yeah. So let's look at, because these are, to me, these are logical questions. These yeah. are logical questions, right? So you have what, what somebody, what some would consider fantastic stories, right? You talk about the flood. You talk about the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, yeah. turn, turning a woman into a pillar of salt. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a fantastic story. Uh, the children of Israel crossing the Red Sea. That's yeah. a fantastic story. Yeah. So I can understand somebody saying, you know, I'm not going to just accept that it's true. That's, you know, like that's outlandish. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, you can't just tell me that and expect me to just say, oh, yeah, that's true. I believe it. Yeah. So um, I'm going to pass to Palau right quick. Palau, like, you know, how would you, how do you respond when someone questions these fantastic stories? Which, in my Man. opinion, is a, is a legitimate question. Yeah, it is. Because I done had people ask me multiple times, um, do you believe in the, the Bible, everything in the Bible? You know what I'm saying? Do you believe all these stories? Yeah. And I'd be like, yes, I believe everything is in the Bible. Everything, every story in the Bible. But and how, Yeah, how I address the question is because when you, the, th the thing about the Bible, when you do, you can do the historical research with the Bible and you can find a lot of these historical places that the Bible speaks of, a lot of these historical artifacts that the Bible has there. You can actually go and research these things, and and those things is there that the Bible speaks about. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just a matter on people just 
taking that time and doing a thoroughly research. You know what I mean? Just really doing it. Cause okay, the, well, well mm-hmm. so you're saying that you're saying that they're there. Well, like what? Like, I mean, I, you don't, I mean, we, we're going to give, we're going to get, I want to give at least enough information for brothers and sisters that's listening to go out and be able to at least verify some of this information, you know, give them, give them something. I would give examples. They can, can go to our, I got you. Our page. Well, hold on, but that's true. But no, I mean, that's true. I, I would definitely recommend uh, going to, uh, oh, yeah, because you did, you dropped those videos Listen, like what? I dropped a few so weeks ago, many right? videos on. Yeah, we're well, we, we not going to tell what video it is. But yeah, that's one, that's one. I mean, this is, this is, I mean, you you done some of the legwork, and because it's yeah. good, it's information people need to know, and 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 it's interesting that it's the information. I would dare say, I'll say this: in the time when the information came out, it was being suppressed. Yeah, it's not so much suppressed now because the world is so distracted with so many other things. But at the time when when it was new information, they suppressed. It was highly suppressed by mainstream science or the scientific community at the time, but. Uh, but so yeah, you guys can go check out some of it. There, it's on the Instagram and the uh, the Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah. it's on both of them. So yeah, you go to Facebook. Um, what's the Facebook? Uh, God Family Nation, all one word, right? Yeah. yeah. Facebook and then uh, the Instagram is face uh, God Family Nation one four four. Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. Is it all one word? Yeah. And then the yeah. one four four is the actual numbers, right? Not not yeah. the word, no, the number. Yeah, no. So yeah. yeah, you guys can go on there and check out those. That's just some of the uh i guess the answers to those questions but palau yeah. palau what what would you direct the person to what uh, what would how would you respond now, or what what would you talk about as far as uh proving some of those things now um this is book i got right in my hand it's called understanding the bible through history and archaeology mm. and it's written by harry <laughs> m orlansky <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your, your accent, man. I, I don't know, but see, and this is what I'm saying. Yeah, see, Corey, he over there laughing and silent. But see, now, if I would have did that, you would have jumped on me. <laughs> you ain't saying that one, Palau did it. Hey, man, it's a Richmond thing, man. It's a Richmond thing. <laughs> Archaeology. <laughs> All right, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so this this book that I have, um, Understanding the Bible Through History and Archaeology. Yes, there we go. Mean? Yeah. And it's written by Harry M. Orlansky. And I, and I want everybody to really check check the Bible out. It's written, I mean, um, check this book out. It's written by Harry M. Orlansky. And in this book, it has factual and very credible things that was found in places where they did excavations at. That's the word. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, right? you nailed it. You nailed it. But I mean, Corey is the official words. Did he say it correctly, uh, Brother Corey? He said, I think he said excavation. That is correct. Cool, cool, Ding. cool. <laughs> but yeah, so when they was digging up in places around where the Bible speaks about in certain areas that the Bible mentions, these places they found a lot of factual artifacts and stuff like that that's, that they have and, and they contain it and made a whole book about it. Mm, now, yeah. if people if people want to really do the research on it, say, I'm, I'm going to read a couple um excerpts out of here in just a second. Um, you can swing it back to me in, in just a second. You can, okay. Um, Are you going to pull up some Yeah, yeah. Excerpts? I'm going to pull up yeah. some stuff. Yeah. And, um, just, and, and something else I thought about, I wish um Tyler Wall was on here, man, because I know he's done extensive research just on this particular topic because like I think I don't know which one y'all mentioned it, but they a lot of times people dispute the uh the I don't know the word I'm looking for dispute the existence of the people that's written of in the Bible. Yeah and yeah. Christ whom the world calls Jesus being one of them. They dispute the existence of uh, yeah. the Messiah, the Hamashiach, right? And uh and it's 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 crazy to me that in 2020 people would actually question the existence of the Hamashiach or the Messiah. When the scholars, the world scholars, and we're talking about atheists, scholars who do not believe that he was the son of the living God, but they will tell you that it is absurd to question his existence. This, the amount of evidence is is overwhelming. And we're talking secular evidence. When we say secular, we mean evidence outside of the Bible, non-biblical uh, historical references of the one whom the world calls or refers to today as Jesus the Christ. Uh, he, no, he undoubtedly existed. Now, you know, if you want to 
question if he if he was who the Bible claims he was and who he claimed to be in the Bible, then that's another thing. But to to question his existence, according to the the historians, is just ridiculous. But yet people today are still ask questions and pose questions and and put ideas and thoughts out there as though they're coming with something that has never been uh, discussed before, something that's never been thought of. Well, and they just put these ideas like, well, if he really existed, then why this and why that and how come this is like, listen, you're not asking any question that haven't been asked a thousand times over, and it's 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 undisputable that Christ existed, but yet people will still ask, you know, people will still try to dispute that or bring information as though they're you know, turn over a new rock and say, oh, well, nobody's ever thought about this to disprove his existence. It's ridiculous. But, you know, and, and, and that goes and that goes with, I think, most of, if not all of the of the um, people that's written up in Scripture. There's all there. They, you know, there, there's a history that proves that these people existed. Maybe not all of them, but most of them. Um, so. You no, know, we we are back at that. So, you know, and um so let me ask you this question. Why you, you got the information you had uh you wanted to get? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm try, yeah, I okay. got a couple couple James. But you you get on uh, keep on um, doing your time. I'm gonna try to pull out a couple of them. So well, well I, I wanna ask this question too then. All right, on mm -hmm. the flip side of that, on the flip side of that. So we you know, we say, Well, okay, you can question the Bible. That's fair. That's that's legitimate, that's fair. I question the Bible, you know. Um the way I understand it, in order to prove something correct, you have to try to disprove it. And if you can't disprove it, then it is correct. That's true. That's you know, it's part of the the how, what we call science. That's how you know something. If you can't disprove it, then it's it's true. So, but my question, the other the other part of that question I want to look at too is, well, what about other things? So, asking this to to everybody here, what things would you like people to question the same way they question the validity of the Bible? What things do you say? Well, why, why, why don't you put that same energy into to verifying this information or that? Like I would, like I would initially say, like just go do your research on Christmas. You know, go, just Google, Google the origin of Christmas. Google, um, put this on silent. Google the uh, the origins of Easter. Google, um, I don't know, Google. This, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's because it, at this day and age, it's no excuse to be ignorant of anything. To be ignorant at this day and age is a choice. You know, 30, 40, 50 years ago, you had to go to the library, or you had to go to certain libraries. Um, it, it, was, it, it was a lot more effort to find out certain things. Now, the biggest problem you have is, is find out, you know, it's not getting information, but deciphering good and bad information. You got to cross-reference so many times to to valid to verify information, but it's, it's tons and tons of information on anything you want to know. So what what would you? This is for uh, for everybody, Corey, Palau, um, brother Nayan. What would you ask people to question? Let's start with brother Nayan, if you did, since yeah, I don't, I don't think he got a chance to speak yet. Now he must be doing some chicken or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, man. Um, a couple things, just to be to uh, to be brief. I think we have a situation right now where people are going around and uh, they're getting into spirituality, quote unquote, and mm. the mm. teachings of Egypt, and having you know lived in Egypt for some time, you know, without going into that or whatever. I think that there are a lot of things that people have taken and eaten up without questioning mm. one bit of it. But the Bible, on the other hand, people question it. They try to poke holes to it. The, the silly thing is this, this the, the Book of the Dead, it was translated by a white man. Who a did what? Not, uh, uh, excuse me, let me, let me, let me rephrase, re <laughs> Let me restate that. Recategorize re re that, please, yeah, re brother. Recategorize, reiterize, re <laughs> if yeah. that's a word. <laughs> Reiterate. If, if it wasn't a word, it is not because you said. Yeah, we just we just made a new word. See, reiterize. Now, but um, it was translated literally by European, uh, a, a Brit, E. A. Wallace Budge, who was not fluent in. Uh, the Egyptian language that it was actually translated from. 
So we have people who question the Bible and say, well, this has been translated this many times or that many times. But wait a minute. Some of y'all are here following a book that's been translated by somebody who don't even, who's not even fluent in the language they, that this, this text came from. So how can you follow those teachings? And then on the flip side, say what well, a Bible took, the Bible, the, the, the scriptures uh-huh. that y'all read came from this text here. When you have no proof to actually prove that that text actually came from where this man said it came from. You know what right. I'm saying? This text is, trans- is this the same person? This, this, uh, what's his name again? What's, what's the guy's uh, name? E.K. Wallace Budge. Now, is this the same guy who was going around asking the locals what this means? Uh, like he, was, he, was trying, he was trying to translate. It was some people that was trying to translate the hieroglyphs, I believe, or something they had found. And they just went around asking ra- random people, hey, what does this mean? There, there's a possibility. Now, I have spoken to uh, Nubian people, and the Nubian people told and actually Palau was there to witness this, he was telling us that when they were translating certain uh, Egyptian hieroglyphs, and may I don't know if he specified any text specifically, but whenever they would get lost with the word or something like that, and they couldn't figure out what it mean, they would come to the Nubian people and ask them, what does this word mean in your language? And then they would tell them, and then they would go based on what they were told by the Nubian people. So if we're going based on believe in things based on the fact that it was translated multiple times or we question the translators or if it actually said said what it said back then, what it says today, then we need to apply that to everything, even more so to stuff that comes from Egypt. Because nobody, nobody can point me out one person right now who can translate one Egyptian wall. If I were to point one wall out and send a picture of a wall to somebody, you know what I'm saying? So no, I got, I get you. Things. Yeah, you need to question those things, and we need to question uh, these spiritual beliefs that are coming out now. Because honestly, it, they could be coming from the very same people that y'all are criticizing, and very same people that y'all are protesting against. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would say on a topic. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, you made me think about something too. And this is, I've I've been saying this for a long time, and I believe this is one of the most critical uh, mistakes that people make in general. You know what I'm saying? is we will ask questions, but we won't get the answers. It's great to ask questions. So a lot of times, and this is especially for brothers and sisters who are trying to share the scriptures with their friends, their families, and anyone else, a lot of times people will ask you a question, not because they want to know the answer, but they'll ask the question because they, they're trying to find the question that you don't know the answer to. So you, they'll ask the question, and then when you begin to answer the question, they'll cut you off and move to another question. So be mindful, <clears throat> be mindful of the individual that you're speaking with and what their real intent is, you know, because you may just be wasting your breath. Because if, you, if someone asks you a question and you go to answer that question and then they just move on to another question, they're not interested. They're just trying to find a question you don't know the answer to because they just want to prove that you can't. Uh, they, they just want to prove that you don't know everything or you don't know what you're talking about. And therefore, there's no reason for them to listen to anything you're saying. It's so, basically to create doubt. You know yeah, and, yeah. And, just, and justify them not hearing you. I'm, well, yeah. I, I'm not going to listen to that because you can't answer this question. So you don't, you're not qualified to say anything to me anyway because you don't know the answer to this. You don't know the answer to every question I have in the world. And it's like I'm not – I never claim to. I'm just telling you that this, this is a book that you need to get into. And, yeah. you know, and once again, you know, it's like I said, it's nothing wrong with question because the person asked, well, how you – how you know the Bible's real? How do you know, uh, you know, what man wrote the book? You know, and I, I love, I love um, calling people on these questions. And so I said, well, you know, I, I can't believe in a book that was written by men. I said, well, what men or what man wrote the book? They have no idea. It's just something, it's just something, you know, to say, to just, you know, um, excuse or, 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 uh, give reason as why I'm not dealing with it when that's not really the case. I think somebody else said it earlier, it's just an issue a person doesn't want to uh, be controlled or submit themselves to something else. You know, it's self-will. You know, I'd rather do what I want to do rather than do what I'm being told to do by that book. Which, you know, like I said, if the book is is, is false, then great. But if, it, if it's what it claims to be, which is a very great claim, I think it behooves anybody to at least examine it and see if it's if it's true. Because if it's true, then 
if you refuse it or reject it, you're going to hell. Man, and that's that's too big. You know, so that's too big of a, a, a of something to to gamble with. So, you know, and, and I always make this analogy. I say, man, if 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 somebody came out right now, they came out with a scientific journal or whoever came, some some famous person came. I said, guess what? A new discovery. There's a uh, you know the the the, the they found out that. God put a, a map for a million dollars for every person on earth. All you got to do is go through there and find yourself in it and follow the map through the words to your million dollars. People would, they'll be able to recite it word for word backwards, starting with amen and going backwards. Like, you know what I'm saying? They may be able to even say <laughs> the words backwards. You know what I'm saying? Name, I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? you know, because it's a million dollars in the form. But then it's what's mind blowing is that when you say the salvation, your your eternal existence lies within this within these scriptures. The key to eternal life. You want to live forever. Nobody wants to die. You want to live forever. The fountain of youth is in this Bible. Oh, that was written by a man. Which, if that's true, then, yeah, throw it away. But is that true? Have you ever tried to find out that's true? It's like I said, it's one thing to ask that question. Well, who wrote it? How do you know it's real? You know, how do you know Jesus really existed? How do you know uh, Moses really? Th that's great questions. But then have, has, have, the, have the people that ask these questions, have they actually sought out the answers? And, you know, so I, I would, I would, I would um, what's the, implore anyone to search for answers, not just the biblical question, but in general, in life, period. You have a question, you ask a question, then you don't wait for an answer, or you don't get an answer, what's the point of asking the question? The answer, I think, is the most important part of the question. But we ask questions and we walk away. We don't get the answers. You know? Yeah. And it's so it's great, because so many times, so many times I've had people, you know, we, we sit down, we go into the scriptures, um, or I, I use something a lot lighter, right? Something, for example, and I, I keep harping on this, but Christmas, right? And, and I say it's lighter, but Christmas is really deep when you understand what's going on. Christmas, when you when you do when you do it, you can do a, a Google search and, and 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 see if I'm if I'm incorrect or not. Statistically, more children, more people, children for sure, but I think people come up missing during the time of Christmas than any other time of year. Mm. That's not a coincidence, and this has been. For years, this has been going on for years, maybe decades. So, it's it's some stuff going on with Christmas. But anyway, you 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 start sharing with a person about Christmas, for example. This and it's been a lot of other things, and they'll say, "Man, you know, I always wondered about that. I remember asking when I was little about, you know, uh, people say, well, I, I remember asking why we go to church on Sunday.' And I said, "Well, what what did they tell you? I don't know. They never really answered the question. I'm like, hmm. so you didn't you didn't." stick around for an answer you didn't demand the answer you didn't keep going from person to person until somebody was able to answer you you asked the question you may have gotten a roundabout answer but not a direct answer or you never really got an answer and you just you just kept pushing they said oh well you know uh jesus jesus uh uh, uh resurrected on sunday it's the lord's day and you just say okay because it's what i mean because the person can tell you anything so it's not only that you, you you get an answer but then you have to verify that answer you have to say okay well where'd you get that from can you show me that in the bible and we we didn't do that so and this is i just i after so many people people say man i i asked that question i used to wonder why why we celebrated easter i used to wonder why we uh celebrate good friday when you know when and they tell you you know a uh, uh, good you know good friday is you know jesus rose three days later on easter sunday so that's why we celebrate easter and then you say well two it's only two days between friday and sunday hmm mm -hmm. but you know you know yeah, not only not only do you have to ask the questions, then you have to get the answer, but then you have to examine the answer and make sure that's what you're, what you're being given as an answer is actually correct or true. Mm -hmm. So th that's something that we have to really take serious and and do our diligent uh, do our diligence or our due diligence in understanding what's true and what's not true. You know, deciphering good and bad information. So anyway, we, I, I went on my little rant. My little rant. Um, Brother Pilar, I know you had some some factual yeah, information yeah. you want to share. I'm gonna step away and get me a little bit more water, but go ahead, please. All right, all right. Um, one of the um excerpts I want to read out of here it's a it's actually a, a tablet that um dates back to the Summering King. It's spelled S M E R I A N. Sumerian, and, yeah. 
the Sumerian king. Okay, and, and and in this in this um in this tablet tab this tablet of clay is 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 talking about the king first dynasty of Assan. The list the list records the names of the kings uh, and how long they reigned when the when the dominating dynasty changed from one city or family line to another. The usual reason given was that it was smitten with weapons. So now it, it goes down to experts from the Sumerian king list, column one. And it's about over 50 of, of these columns in here. Um, one of these columns in here, it speaks about then the flood swept over the earth. And then another column, it speaks about after the flood have swept over the earth. Then it go into, and when the kingship was lowered again from heaven, then it didn't go into um, one of the columns of the list on, on, on this column, the list on, on this column. One of, the, one of them say the kingship was first in Cush. Oh, and it's spelled like K-I-S-H, but it's, 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 it's talking about Cush. You know, it's talking, talking about Nimrod. You know, so this, this right here, this is, is this is just evidence. You know, what I'm saying for people who, who who have questions about is these things in the Bible real or not? Well, when it's evident, uh huh. No, no, I, I wanted to, um, I wanted to uh, add something to the or ask a question based on that. Yeah. Well, I just, I, I guess I want to pose this to the audience as well, right? I would like for you to validate, or prove, or disprove this claim that. Most, if not all, ancient civilizations have some historical recording of a flood that took place, a worldwide flood. They, I mean, they, it's a, it's a, they all have a story about a flood or the earth being flooded. The story may not, you know, there may be some, some differences in the details, but I'm, I, if I'm not mistaken, every ancient civilization has a story about a flood, which, you know, I mean, I don't think that's coincidence. And so you just mentioned about that story about the flood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's an ancient Sumerian record. Yeah, that Sumerian, you know? which Sumerian records are one, I think some of the oldest records known at this time, right? Mm -hmm. That's where Abraham is from, for the record. Oh, Sumerian. Yep, Southern Mesopotamia. Yep, Southern Mesopotamia. Yep. Yep. So look into this. Look into this information. Which, Another one. Um, Go ahead, Ryan. What you to say, bro? I was just gonna say, which is it, you talk about Abraham and Nimrod. Well, you know, Nimrod was the king of the world back then. Mm -hmm. Like he was, <laughs> this was this was the first world order. You people talking about the new world order? Well, the first world order was under Nimrod. And, and, it, Nimrod, and it states it's right. crazy because it states on this Sumerian king list that is that it, it, it states that the kingship was first in Cush. Right. Which is yeah. Right. So in Nimrod, you know, which, for the record. Is, when you go into the Bible, it tells you Nimrod built the Tower of Babel. He or he, he was the person who, um, who demanded or, or required that the Tower of Babel be built so they can go into heavens and do war against God because God did what? He destroyed all the people of the earth with a flood. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to do war against the God who who destroyed the earth with a flood. The same. So it it all ties in, you know, just going back and proving he, the validity of the scripture. But go ahead. He, yeah, he, he come from the lineage of Cush. Yeah. So like it's, this is like. One out of many. Another one is a, um, a black oblique was commemorating early campaigns of Solomonassar, one of the kings of Assyria. And it, it goes down and it, it further reading, it said it detailed the second register of the black oblique showing King Jehu, son of Omari of the northern kingdom of Israel, come to um, captivating to the Assyrian ruler in the presence of the court officials and of the symbols of two divinities. So it has a picture of that king over the Northern Kingdom. Mm. Oh, wow. And this is an oblique, a black oblique. Oblique. Yeah, oblique. oblique. Is that the phallus? Is that that, that, that uh, the thing they have at the Washington Monument? Yeah, it's, o oblique. it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's similar, yeah, it's oblique. like a, a, a oblique. Tar, oblique. Yeah. oblique, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, it's but, different yeah. ways to say, yeah, oblique. Right. Tomato, oblique. tomato, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. The obelisk, oblique. I've heard I've heard it pronounced different ways, you know, but um, that's interesting. So they actually have this picture of a of a, a king of Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and then another one. This is this is a, a ancient text with list of 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 of, of different nations 
during the Babylonian Empire. And this is read the text is dated in the 13th year of, Nebuch of Nebuchadnezzar the second was 592 BCE and Joker John um, King um, how you say his name Joe jo jo Kim Joe Kim yeah Joker King yeah yeah and his sons are mentioned on this text other mm -hmm. names known to us from the Bible occur for example um I can't even pronounce the name y'all just had to oh, these names but it, 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 it gives an example of these things related back to first chronicles chapter 26 verse 7 mm -hmm. and it's listed on this text that dates back to the ancient Babylonian Empire right and so and this is all historical stuff so it you know could, and the thing is it, it's interesting that you know we go to school we learn history and we go to college and we learn history, but they never, they never reference biblical history. You know what I'm saying? You got to go into, you got to go into the other stuff. And this man had to go and do all this research on the, 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 it's there, but they don't reference it. They don't teach it in, a, in part of, as part of history. It's like, a Rock, oh, yeah. hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who is this? <laughs> if you don't mind, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to add something to what brother Bilal had said. Oh, 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 after you embarrassed me on TV, I didn't call, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't call your name and you ain't said nothing like five no, times. Listen, 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 my bad. I had, I, I had stuff to do though, so I wasn't really around my phone. Like we, we know you was eating chicken wings. Go ahead. But go ahead. I know, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. No, I just, I just wanted to go to, um, another um, piece of archaeology real quick. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up on my phone. Give me one second. This is called the Misha Stella, and it's the translation of it. It's also known as the Mobite Stone. Oh, man, you stole my stone, I was going to mention that, too. Oh, okay, yeah. This stone is, is from is from the ninth century, and it's one of the oldest stones that have the name of Israel on it, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just read a little bit of it. It says, I am Misha, son of Chemosh, it says, the king of Moab, the Dibonite, my father was king of Moab 30 years, and I reigned after my father, and I built this high place to Chemosh. Uh, it says, a high place uh, of salvation, because he saved me from the kings of, excuse me, from the kings, and because he let me be victorious over all my adversaries. It says Amri was king of Israel and he oppressed Moab. So when you go into the Bible, you'll clearly see that one of the kings that was over the northern kingdom, which was uh, later on called Israel, Amri was one of the actual people. As a matter of fact, the land of Israel being the northern kingdom was known as the land of Amri in secular history. So here it is, you have a Moabite that's also saying that basically that the people in the Bible or, you know, is certain people in the Bible that, you know, he's mentioning like King Amri or whatever. So one thing about having um, some type of uh, war campaign and being defeated, this is not something that's honorable. So it was no need for this person to lie. If he says that King Amri was over Israel, that means that Amri was a real person and the land of Israel is a real place and it has a real people that belong to that place. Exactly. And look, what you just said and I is in this book. So I recommend everybody to get the understanding of the Bible through history and archaeology written by Harry M. Orlansky. Check it out. Yeah. Well, you, you'll see how many people are not going to check it out. Because like I said, <laughs> no, seriously, because a lot of times people don't want to know the answer. They just want to pose questions you can't answer. And so real quick, because we're going to switch speeds here in just a moment, but I just want to... Uh, rattle off a few more things. I think, Brother Corey, I know you can, um, you might can add to this list as well if I forget anything, right? But we talk about um, Noah's Ark, right? Yeah. This, this great big boat that had two kinds of every uh, unclean animal, seven pair of every clean animal on it, right? They found this boat in Ararat on top of the mountain, like the Bible said. Hmm. And it's hmm. there. It's there. You can you can find this. All right. Did you drop this? Uh, well, I'm yeah, we have this video on the page. Yeah, I I didn't want to say it. Just check out check out the uh, <laughs> the Facebook and the, and the in the IG. Right, I, I was I'm, I just realized when I was yeah. saying I was like, oh, that's the one of the video. All right, so <laughs> I I didn't think about it until I said it. Right, uh, we talk about um, Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, mm. yep, Sodom and Gomorrah. Now the scripture tell you that the Most High destroyed it with sulfur, and they found a place 
where the highest, purest sulfur is at, where it, it's in the same location where the Bible says Sodom and Gomorrah once was. So not, not only that, though, ride the um the pillar of Lot's salt. wife, yeah, Lot's yeah, wife. Pill, she, there's she's a pillar of salt. There. Hey, <laughs> I, uh, if y'all mind, I just want to say one more thing. Another thing, right? The way, another way that you know the Bible is real is because the Bible lets us know about certain locale that's in certain right. areas that certain historians did not know about other than reading it in the Bible. And then years later, they found out, okay, this nation of people actually existed, but the only place that they was written about was in the Bible. It, For example, the, Bible. Yeah. the Hittite Empire. Yeah. They did not know the Hittite Empire was a real empire that existed. They read it in the Bible, and then years later, through excavation, they found out, okay, yeah. so this was actually a real empire. Right. Now, to add what you're saying about the Hittites, the Hittites are written on, are, are, are depicted on the walls here in Egypt. So mm. th th this is, a lot of these nations that we're talking about are actually on the walls here in Egypt. So Egypt doesn't disagree with right. the, the scriptures because- It they, proves they, it. Yeah, it proves it. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's- hey, Carl, you just, you just, you just, you just put a thought in my mind. I mean, we had this conversation a while ago, but the only people who are questioning the Bible like that is people on this western side of the world. Yep. You know? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Because people over here, everybody, like even when we went to speak to the Nubian people, right? We asked them, do you know, do, what do you, we asked them, are you familiar with Ham? Are you familiar with Jacob? And all of these things. Yeah, we're familiar. We, we know who these people are. They know. You know what I'm saying? Even they mentioned uh, there being, um, I think, an entire island where uh, I, I guess, I don't know if it was Israelites or Jew, they say Israelites or Jews or Jewish people. It's like a, a, a what they say in modern terms, yeah. for lack of better terms, uh, a Jewish um, island or a synagogue, <clears throat> not necessarily a synagogue, but like a place on the Nile where uh, I guess you had Jews who may have lived. You get what I'm saying? So when you talk about history we have history to show that not only are these things written up in the bible not only can we go to the locations and find them you can go to places like egypt go to places like sumeria and other places and you can find uh evidence to show that all these things are related and come from one source so I mean, yeah definitely like the um the copying museum and then remember we, we asked remember we asked the nubian sister the oldest sister we were staying yeah. in the house we were staying, she she straight said out her mouth. And it, it, this kind of, well, it all makes sense, though, you know, when you do the historical research. She said that the uh, Nubians, they was Christians before before Islam. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, she said <laughs> that. She said before Islam came, which would be, what, 6th century? 6th mm -hmm. century? They were Christians, which makes sense because you have Mark who came into Egypt and brought the doctrine uh, of Christ into Egypt. So from that time period on down until the conquering of Islam, they were Christians. Mm. They believed in the Most High. They believed in the scriptures. They had their own, they have the Bible written in Coptic language, which, which right. was a, a language that you could actually trace all the way down to Ethiopia. Because when you look at the Ethiopian, uh, Christian language, it looks just like the Christian language of, uh, of Egypt. So there's a common denominator here. It's not something that people are making up. And even when you go to Ethiopia, you look at their king's list. You have people like Nimrod that are written of in their king's list. You have uh, Ham in their king's list. You have Aaron. They have, the, they have their history. They yeah, they have their history. Never been colonized. Not, not by have, the you, Brits. You said they have Aram? Aram, yeah, Aram. Mm. You know where Aramaic comes from? Yeah, yeah. So you got Aram, you got uh, Ham, I believe you have Cush, you got Nimrod. Uh, you, there are some other people in there. You have Queen Candace, the one that's written of in the New Testament, and the exact same time period that uh, she had to be living in. Oh, you talking about the one, the Queen Candace, she's the one that sent the Ethiopian that got baptized. Yeah, right? she's yeah, in, in the, the Book of Acts. <clears throat> yeah, she's in that King's List. Right in the first uh, century. So I, I wanted I wanted to ask you something else you said too, yeah. about you said that the Nubians said that there was a place where they had Israelites in, in Egypt. Yeah. They had their own. Now this wouldn't be Goshen, would it? That's written of in Genesis. Well, where we were, this is Aswan. But we know um, after we left the land of Egypt, 
there were some of us who actually came back into Egypt and dwelt in Egypt during certain time periods, like going, leading into the Babylonian captivity. So this place that they were referring to very well could be one of those places. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. The overall idea is just that if these people never existed or their history never existed, not, nothing pertaining to them ever existed, but how do we have uh, places, how do, how do these people have information regarding places in which these people lived that were not far from where they lived? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, yeah. but Goshen a, is a real place, though. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I yeah. just, was, I was wondering if he was referring to the land of Goshen, where because during the time of Joseph, uh, and you were going to the Book of Genesis, that you know we were given that that area called Goshen. So I thought he was referring to that. Yeah. Now, uh, so we talked about some of the big ones, right? We talked about, I mean. We ain't mentioned Mount Sinai. Well, I was about to go there, man. I was about to be slick about it now. I'm about to be slick because I'm looking at your profile picture. And, and on your profile picture, you got this big rock. Uh, what, what, why would you have a big rock as your profile picture? Man, Do explain. So, yeah, so as I just mentioned, Mount Sinai, we mentioned Noah's Ark. They found that. They've gone inside of it. They've confirmed that it's Noah's Ark. There's no way a boat can get 13,000 feet high on a mountain unless it was some kind of divine act. But then when you go to Mount Sinai, which is in Saudi Arabia, which is where the scriptures all along has been saying it is, not in Egypt, uh, you find the exact same things that were written up in the scriptures. You have the rock at, uh, at Ora, which is what my profile picture is. It has a big split down the middle, which if we read the scriptures, it explains how Moses hit the rock and split it and water came out. You got at the same place, the, the, the golden calf altar with etchings of the golden calf on this particular altar. You have the altar of Moses. You have, uh, of course, you have Mount Sinai. You now, have- Wait, 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 wait. Don't, 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 don't breeze over that. Yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. You say, of course, we have Mount Sinai. Yeah. How would you know that's Mount Sinai? Okay. What would give so, you that? Now, and I, I, I just, let me preface this yeah. for those who want to research this, right? Because I know you're about to rattle it off. And uh, but there's a man by the name I think if I'm not mistaken a man by the name of Ron White or Ron White yeah Wyatt he was the first person to sneak he actually snuck in the and he went behind because there's a fence around this area All right there's a fence the Saudi Arabia this was I want to say in the 80s or 70s probably either maybe 80s or early 90s I forget but it's, it's VHS right when he snuck in and. There's a fence around. They had military uh, posted at the at the entrances of these of the fences, the gates that they had put all the way around this mountain. Well, he, they came in through the back, and they I mean they hiked, and um, they rec- they filmed it, and he snuck the video out. I mean, he went in, told the government that he was doing one thing, or he told him he was doing something, but he did some additional stuff. He didn't tell him everything he was doing. I believe. I think he said he was going in to do whatever. He was going in to do one thing, but he. But he and he didn't. He included his his footage of this this mountainous area that he found. So I'm gonna let you, uh, brother Corey, tell them what he found and what was what's what's actually there. What you can see because now I think at this point a few more people have gone with permission and yeah. filmed it and, and filmed it again and got more uh, detailed uh, footage. Yeah. Or I guess better quality footage. Yeah. And now the place is actually open for tourism. So people can actually go on business. So now if you really, if you were really want the answer to your question, you can actually go there. But yeah, I was gonna say that um, first off, when you watch one of the videos, um, they asked the locals regarding this mountain, what's the name of this mountain? And they called it Jabal uh, uh, Laws. Yeah. It's a mountain of laws, or they call it Moses Mountain, the mountain of Moses. So the locals that live in Saudi Arabia actually already knew this because of course, you know, they follow the Quran, which shares some history of the Bible. So they know the story of Moses and all the things that Moses did. So this mountain, when you go over there to this particular area, how you know this is Mount Sinai? Because of course, the vicinity of everything, the mountain of the, the rock of Orb, was in the same vicinity of Mount Sinai. We see a big old rocket split down the middle. Okay, boom. Then we got the, the uh, golden calf altar. Now, the golden calf story is a very, very unique story. I don't think there is any other civilization 
who can say at some point in time, they dwelt in a, in, in a wilderness area as a nation and uh, they created a, a golden calf and, and put it on the altar and began to worship it and all these other things and then left uh, traces behind to actually show where they had. And when you go look at this altar, it has etchings on the side. And I believe as well, there actually, um, there, there are some stones within the same vicinity. I don't know if it's Hebrew letters or, or Aramaic letters, but they're, they're writings of the people that were there. You get what I'm saying? So you have writings of the people that were there on the stones. Then you have the Mount, the, excuse me, not the Mount, the altar of Moses. Mm -hmm. And these particular things, when you go into the scriptures and, uh, look at them, their position, the same area in which the scriptures say they would be in the same vicinity, and they're all by the mount. And then here's another thing. When you, when you read the scriptures that say that we crossed into an area called Elam. Now, when you cross from Nueva into uh, Saudi Arabia, and you go a little bit south, you come into an area where it's an oasis. Now, the scripture specifically states that Elam had a certain number of uh, palm trees and a certain number of wells. When you go into the, uh, when you look at the video footage, and I, I mean, I, I would just say go to our page because we got all kinds of stuff. You will see that this same exact area is, has been found. It's in the same vicinity of where the scripture said it would be. And it's not far from Mount Sinai. But the scriptures actually tell you that these areas, we went from one place to the next. So we would be in one place like we were in Elam. Then we would walk to the next place. And I believe, I, I would have to go back and double check. Um, when we left Elam, we actually went right into the area of uh, Oreb, where the rock was split and things of that nature. And then we went over to Mount Sinai. We got the laws. And that's where everything else happened. So oh, Okay, now, <clears throat> is one thing I, I thought you were going to talk about yeah. that you didn't mention. Go ahead. Uh, so I, I want to read something, and I think it's going to jog your memory. And yeah. Brother Pillai, Brother if, you, if, you, if it jogs your memory, you can also jump in on this, right? But I'm going to read Exodus chapter 19, verses 16, 17, and 18. All right? Exodus chapter 19, verse 16, it says, And it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunders and lightning and a thick cloud upon the mountain and the voice of the trumpet exceeding loud, so that all the people that was in the camp trembled. And Mo verse 17 says, And Moses brought forth the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they stood at the nether part of the mountain. Verse 19, yeah. verse, eight, verse 18. <laughs> I know, verse 18. I know you're going. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Verse 18 says, And Mount Sinai was altogether on a smoke, because the Lord descended upon it in a fire, and the smoke thereof ascended as the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mount quaked greatly. Hmm. Now, there's something that's in, in every video of Jabalala's. Jabalala's yeah. is mount, the, the Mount of Laws, and on the video, they, when you look at the top of the mountain, what did the, what did the video show? What did yeah, you say? Yeah. You said, yeah, so what, what did you see Man, in the listen. video? That peak is fried. It's burnt. <laughs> the top, burnt, the top of the too. mountain. Yes, the top of the mountain is burnt, burnt black. Like, like if you have a barbecue and you see the, <laughs> the ashes, like it's burnt. The top of a mountain, the whole top of a mountain is burnt. Mm. So, I mean, if that, that right to me, for, for me, for me, that's bread and butter. Yeah, it's the opposite of what a traditional mountain is. You know, some mountains, when a winter hit, it's icy, it's white. And things like that. <laughs> this one fried, it's burnt. You know burnt what I'm saying? At the top and preserved <laughs> to this day. Yeah. So you that's yeah. So that's uh for me that's the bread and butter right oh, there. Man. That's, that's that's the bread. And, and butter. you know you know um like the scriptures just say that the earth will help the woman. So I mean those 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 are things you know what I'm saying that will help us you know what I'm saying to understand that the Bible is 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 actually a hundred percent real book you know what i mean um so the, the questions that our people will be posing to us the answers is out there the most i right, got right. put the answers out there for us we just gotta like christ said you not it shall be answered we just don't be knocking <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah and like and, and my my whole thing is just 
you know, it's nothing wrong with asking these questions. It's nothing wrong with it. I mean, the reason why we know these answers is because we ask those same questions. That's mm-hmm. the reason why we know the answer. So the questions are illogical. But my thing, once again, is if you're going to ask, if you could, if, if like, <laughs> you know, I, I remember having this conversation with, with more than one person, right? But this one t- person in particular, we were talking about the Shabbat and the Sabbath and keeping the Sabbath. And um, I was going through scripture showing, hey, this is the most I created the Sabbath. On the seventh day, the most I rest from all his work. And he sanctified the seventh day and made it holy, right? He said, this is the, the Lord's day is actually the Sabbath. Um, don't let anybody tell you different. The scripture tell you in Exodus chapter 20, verse 8, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. For seven days, the most High created the heavens and the earth, all that in them is. And on the seventh day, he rested from his work, right? So it, he sanctified the seventh day. This is the Lord's day. And throughout throughout the scriptures, through uh, Deuteronomy um, and Leviticus and everything, he says, listen, the Sabbath is a sign between me and the children of Israel forever. And so I'm going through these scriptures and I'm sharing this with this particular person. And once it's clear, the scriptures are clear. It, it says what it says. No doubt the Sabbath is, I mean, it can't change history, right? It's part of the creation. He created the earth in six days and on the seventh day he rested. This is part of the creation. Um, it's, it, that's it. So the question then became, it, 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 the response wasn't, oh, wow, the Sabbath. So we should be keeping the Sabbath. The Bible does say the Sabbath is the Lord's day. It wasn't that. The question then became, well, how do we know that uh, Saturday, I mean, because the calendar changed today. We don't have the same calendar. How do we know that Saturday is not really Monday and and Friday is not really Tuesday? And, you know, these this and which is like, once again, it's a fair question, legitimate question. And then my response was, well, Okay, I mean, I might. This is my response. Be honest with you. I was, I, I think at this time I was probably a little puffed up with knowledge, and so my 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 first response was, I know because I've done the research. Um, but then, and then the second part of my response was, that's cool. You asked that question, but how come you never asked your pastor? How do we know Sunday is the first day of the week? You never say how come. How do we know Sunday is not really Thursday? You never question Sunday at all. The preacher, you know, you were taught, you were told, hey, we go to church on the first day of the week. It's the Lord's Day Sunday. Makes sense. First day, you get a first first to the most high. That, that makes sense. First day of the week. But you never questioned it. You never said, well, how do we know that, you know, Sunday is really the first day of the week and not the third day of the week? But then when I proved, when I was able to prove to this individual through Scripture, or not I, when, the, when, when, when I showed them the proof in the Scripture, I'll say that, Right. With you know, with the grace and 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 the and and the and the um, wisdom and understanding through the Holy Spirit and the Most High, then it wasn't acceptance. It was just another question. Well, how do you know? The, how do we know that's really the seventh day of the week? How do we know Sunday's the first day of the week? So I'm just saying, if you're going to question the Bible, then question everything else. Question whatever you were dealing with before. Before you, before you came to the understanding of Scripture or before you started to question the understanding of Scripture, question whatever else you were dealing with before that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and that's just, that's just my thing with it. Why don't we question other things? We do everything else with no questions, no, you know, no hang-ups. But then when it comes to the Scriptures, and the Scriptures are, are making a very clear uh, statement or a clear point, then all the questions come. And to me, it's, 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 it's hypocritical in a lot of ways for a lot of people, not everybody, but for a lot of people that ask those questions, you're being a hypocrite because you didn't ask those questions about everything else you, you deal with. But when it comes to the Bible, oh, you got a thousand questions and don't really care to hear the answer. So that, that's just my little tip. Anybody else want to go before we go to the next topic? I would just say, man, people question God, but they don't question nothing else. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a sad reality. You question God. You question his existence. You question the belief of, I mean, the existence of his son. But people don't question the very things before their own eyes. Stuff that they can see is not, it ain't right. Like 9-11 or, or a plane crashing into a Pentagon. When we got video to see it was a missile. Or, <laughs> it uh, blew this, up. Yeah, this regular stuff. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Like I, I was looking into something today, and we can close out on this. I was looking into something today regarding the Talmud and how pedophilia was, is actually excused by the Talmud. People mm-hmm. wonder why pedophilia is widespread. The very people running everything believe in it. They have books that, uh, 
kind of excuse their uh, practice of this. Yeah. So now they're going to try to make it legal. Well, when you get online now and you try to look this up, it, it's there in their text. But then on the side, you have a side note where somebody's saying that's a mistranslation or it's a misunderstanding. No, it's not a misunderstanding. <laughs> we, read, we can read it and see what you've been following and it's been there. And how come now that we're looking it up, it's a misunderstanding? You know what I'm saying? But people don't question that kind of stuff. People Amen. question God. Because God don't say nothing back. But, oh, he, 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 you'll get what's coming to you. That's all I say. If you don't repent. You know what I'm hey, saying? You say you, you need a hug, man. You seem a little angry. You was like, you got you got a little, you got a little strong in the voice there. <laughs> no, nah, man, this ain't serious. This is serious, though, man. Yeah, I know, I know. I mean, I can see you. You, you really got passionate about that, but it's it's true. It's so true. It's so true. But uh, Palau, anything? Any closing thoughts on this particular topic before we go to the next one? Nah, man. I just hope people just. Do the research, you know what I mean? If you got questions, um, ask us, email us, you know, um, comment us on our own comment board on our own podcast. Hit us up. We, we definitely ask your question. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. Yeah, definitely, nothing else definitely. we can point you in the right direction. But I mean, and uh, you know, don't depend on me or, or you. Like we say, don't ask me, ask G-O-D. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, this and it's 2020, man. Everything's a click away. Like I said, mm-hmm. the problem is yeah. not getting information. The problem is determining uh, if it's good information or bad information. Mm, but it's, exactly. it's, I mean, the information's out there. Brother Nine, you want to uh, throw, 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 throw anything in the pot before we uh, close the door on this one? Nah, I'm okay for right now. Thank you for listening to God's Family Nation.